Hey, boys, uh, if you're looking for another suburb, I've got a good suggestion. Yeah, great place to get brunch. Yeah, it's the only place I ever go these days. Yeah, it's called My Kitchen. Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. Uh. The Minister for Sports says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello, and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. And today, Henry, the Bowen Hills are alive with the sound of podcasting. You, you I worked very hard on that line. I was you driving did. today and I thought, oh, this will be funny. That was really good. Thank you. I like how much work you're putting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with me as ever is Henry Bretz. Hey, guys. Uh, we are two men who absolutely love talking about Brisbane, unpacking its suburbs. And what suburb have we got today, Henry? Spoiled by my great joke. Spoiled by your sound of music reference. Yeah, Bowen Hills, pretty central sort of thing. It's a good. It's an interesting place, this one. It is. Uh, in researching, obviously, in the mountains of research we do for the show, in researching it this week, there was a lot more to say about it than I thought we would. And I think it was partly inspired, at least for me, doing Bowen Hills by the revelation two weeks ago of a close friend of mine that Lofty was apartment shopping there. Oh, that's the right. Previous, decided to come back. Previous episode, yeah. Lofty, the trader, the man who turned his cloak and turned it hard, who yeah. Yeah, was looking for basically just ways to not be our dad. Yeah. As he often is. As he as he seems to have done most of his life, and I'm going to put it out there, seems to be continuing to do. Hmm. Well, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't received any correspondence no, from him. No, but we've moved on. We're, we're happier guys now. We're sisters out there doing it for themselves, and we're doing it in Bowen Hills. Yeah, dude, pretty keen for this one. Good. Uh, I reckon it'll be interesting because, like, this suburb's changed heaps recently. Like, yeah. for the last two years, they've tried to redefine what they D- are. Dare I say, when we were at school, Bowen, Bowen Hills was a, a grungy suburb. Yeah. To some degree. I always sort got of, the vibe from Bowen Hills of what the valley must have used to have been like. Yeah, you right. Know, sort of like bit run down, bit industrial. It's not, uh. it's not ever quite clear what goes on. This is all couched in my experiences like uh, like per like a 12-year-old of the Bowen Hills train station, which yeah. we'll get to as the sketchiest place in Brisbane. Yeah, people people yeah. talk about that train station. And there'll be no class analysis from us. Uh, class analysis from us. We're just going to be very critical of, uh, oh, dude, this ice addict was there. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to think about the problems in his life because they don't affect me. No, they do not. But uh, what does affect us is these beautiful... Uh, we're drinking these like Newstead Brewing Co. beers that we got. You might have seen it on our socials. Yeah, we, we in whether it's our private socials, mm. Unpacking Brisbane, we're probably going to get some uh, skywriting about it because we've been broadcasting it. We got some beers from Newstead Brewing. Yeah, we went down to the Newstead Brewing Co. at Milton and like did the drive through. Very efficient, by the way. They just kind of incredible put it in your car and yeah. uh, they gave us some free T-shirts. We went, this is great. Now, the post we put on our Instagram <laughs> about it, you could be mistaken to believe, has a real we are sponsored vibe yeah. about it. We we decided to take the position of unless explicitly asked, we wouldn't tell the public that we weren't sponsored. I, I literally had Angus McLeod message just and was like, oh, fellas, you've made it. And I was like, <laughs> sure. No worries. She's made. She is. <laughs> Not yep. a specific question and hence doesn't need the truth. I will say, though, like we did get a comment from Newstead Brewing Co. itself yeah. who we tagged to Kingdom Come in the thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, they commented... Good luck, fellas, with a with a thumbs up. And then but also a full stop. 
Like it had an emoji, but it had a full stop, which is a really weird mix of like, I'm lighthearted, I'm an easygoing guy, and I send extremely serious text messages. Yeah. Now, Joe, I'll be the first to concede that good luck, fellas, doesn't sound like how you open a conversation <laughs> no. about sponsorship. No, but it does It does sound like rejected titles for a Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> it's like, all right, what have we got? The good luck, fellas. Too busy. Drop the luck. <laughs> Drop the just luck. good, fellas. Cleaner. <laughs> it's cleaner. Uh, so that, yeah, these yeah. are great. Get a, get around them, honestly. Just go down. Yeah, 100%. Go and down then there there's something weekend. satisfying, Henry. So they the we got free T-shirts that are for the Coastal Ale. Mm. Uh, and that is what we're drinking. And I tell you what, Brisbane. Actually, we Henry and I both have Furfy shirts and we drink Furfy a lot. There is nothing better than drinking the beer, you, uh, the beer you're wearing. Mm. You feel like part of something bigger than yourself. And it's a great way to spice up just drinking alone. Yeah, it's good. It's bright. And I, I got given an XL and Joe got given a medium, which was very offensive. Yeah. Um, and also medium, way too tight. Yeah, I, uh, I've tight had a broken yeah. wrist for six, seven weeks. Haven't been able to run. And I wasn't fit in the best of times. Mm. I don't need a figure. I was going to say, right you, now. you'd be doing triathlons if it yeah. wasn't that, <laughs> that pesky wrist. Yeah, famous Ironman Joey Dwyer <laughs> put out for six weeks. Where's your Nutri-Grain, mate? Yeah, come on. Um, yeah, no, nah, they, they look good, bro. And like, i got to say... There was like three slabs for the price of two. So yeah. get down there and have a look. Also, can I just say, we, we made a very strategic decision in our caption to say slabs instead mm. of carton or case. Because just it's so much fucking cooler. Oh, like yeah. saying, hey, dude, can you bring me a slab of beer? That kind of sounds to me, I know it's only 24 cans. Sounds like it's going to be like 150. It also gives the illusion that you found it. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just was walking along and slab. It was right in front of me. I got slabbed. Slab and the dirt is gone. Whereas, slab. Whereas carton, it's like, oh, you've ordered that. You filled out an order form or something. No, nah, mate, just a slab. Just a slab, thanks. Just mm. slab it in the back. It's like a verb and a noun and everything. Mm. My favourite um, Christos Selkis book about an uncle who gives his <laughs> underage son a case of beer. The slab. <laughs> uh, yeah, so his last name. Yeah, that's a right. good little bike. Now, nah, good little player. Now, yeah, yeah we're now nah, we're loving. Uh, so yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, the only other bit, a uh, few bits of housekeeping quickly before we do. Mm. Um, Unpakistanis of the week. We launched yes. it. Uh, our first ever, our inaugural uh, Unpakistanis of the week were Ash Groove. Ash Groove, not Ash Grove. Ash Groove. A little. We think it's intentional. <laughs> we don't think they just misspelled it. We think they no. mean the two O's. They borrowed an O from Wollongabba. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it was just now bizarrely called Wollongabba. Well, up. well that's what... Yeah. Well, up. <laughs> uh, so, Ashgroove, yeah, awesome little band. Uh, they've got a new song out at the moment. It's called Too Late. Too Late. And it describes how you're going to be feeling if you wait beyond a week or so. Yeah. They're going, they're going places... Yeah. Uh, not so much when we're all in isolation. They can't really gig, but they're releasing releasing some great music. Yeah, awesome dudes. So uh, give them a listen, and we're going to play a little a snippet of it, a snippet of it at the end of the episode. And yeah. if you're yeah, if you're a local Brisbane artist uh, of anything, it doesn't have to be music. Do whatever you want. Uh, send us a message on Instagram, and you mm. could be our next Unpakistani of the week. Obviously, the bar's been set quite high by a band that specifically has a suburb in their title. Mm. That's not a requirement, but. Gee, it's always going to look good. We we're always going to. It's like it's like how yeah, I wanted yeah. my DJ name to be like Gummerville House because it's like oh, Summerville <laughs> and a drug reference. Everyone's like, that's very clever. What was my oh um was good. Slam Friday. Oh yeah, that's good. I want that's my DJ good. name to be Slam. Yeah. Oh, we haven't openly talked about this in the pod, but I made a quarantine panic purchase a couple of weeks ago of like. DJ Dex. Like, I spent like $400, yeah. when I didn't have a lot of money. Really, and owe a really friend way of ours $1,500. Joe, Joe has, like, fucking accessed his super, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I accessed my super. Mate, when you're, when you're an old, old man <laughs> of, like, 68 <clears throat> and I'm 71 and you're like, oh, I'm starving. I can't afford my insulin. <laughs> I can't, I can't oh, eat DJing. My, my, my hovercraft is, uh, <laughs> the, the, is dead. The Google, the Google medicine. <laughs> I don't have enough of it. I can't afford it. I'm going to be like, motherfucker. 
remember the DJ decks? Why don't you- And they're going to be sick. Yeah. I will remember the DJ decks and at my increasingly old age, I'll feel good about the decision I made. I maintain this. Mm. You can't persuade me that it's not an awesome idea to withdraw all your super. Yeah. Well, you won't be, you won't be dropping your daily pills, but you'll be dropping some daily beats. I think you can say daily skills. A little bit better. Rhyming's overrated. Rhyming's overrated. So, yeah. Uh, but great on Pakistanis. Anyway. Group. Great group of guys. Something Now, something from last week's episode um, that we did want to follow up on. Yes. Something we've read a fair bit of correspondence Something about. Something that was originally aired on the episode as a genuine non-secretary. Yeah. We, a lot of thought, well, like, offhanded, but... Uh, and that was the, well, the very well-known rumour that Kevin Spacey uh, and Brett Lee have had sex. Yep. They've done it before, and, and we received a fair bit of correspondence back, people being like, oh, my God, I heard about this. Uh, this has been a story within my group of And importantly, people have heard it from completely different sources. We think that really helps the validity. And the other thing, Henry, mm. like, I consider myself a reasonably creative bloke. I think you're extremely creative. I wouldn't have come up with this in a pink fit. No, no, no. I don't think... Yeah, it's not something... It's just too random to be made up. It's it too is. random for someone to sit down and go years ago be like who are the two most random celebrities that i can pair in a sexual relationship and this is kevin spacey like well before me too this is when he's just like respected american actor house oh, of mate, cards this is when he's barely- out master classes i've still got his master class yeah, pretty- i don't watch that often yeah it's weird that you've got the rolf harris wobble board master class as well <laughs> and also that it costs two hundred dollars hey wobble a piece of board rolf try again <laughs> yeah. it's not a long master class <laughs> yeah yeah bro um so we had a few bill come some and a lot of a lot of uh disparity between the location because of course we yeah. said somewhat topically at the moment and we'll touch on this later in the episode that mm. it occurred at Richard Branson's mansion had a big party and that's where uh, Kevin and Brett Lee were it was, walked in on I thought it was it was in London wasn't yeah, it in London didn't, yeah. didn't someone win a competition isn't our Australia competition someone won a competition yeah. uh, a virgin staff member to go yeah. and blah 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 party Richard Branson's house they go to find the toilet walk in on yeah. I don't know who was topping but Walks in on Brett. What do you What do you reckon? Who was top? Spacey. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think it was Kevin. You don't win two Oscars in two. Yeah, you years don't <laughs> take the bottom, mate. Yeah, I don't know. No, fast bowler. Oh, you bowled a ball and just oh. some sticks. Well, I don't know. If, I don't, have you heard of the usual suspects? Get on your knees, Brett. <laughs> and then this Virgin Australia employee walks in on them. Is what we've heard. Yep. So. We heard that mm. it occurred on a boat on a yacht, rather in Sydney Harbour, which is all. Awesome. Why was Kevin there? I can't yeah. think of a movie he's filmed. And, and, and the thing is, um, what we heard even further was it was after a, a Sydney Sixers game, um, which puts Brett Lee there, obviously. So, whose boat's it meant to be? It, was it Branson's boat? Maybe it was Branson's boat. Maybe it was Branson's boat because that makes sense. And teammate Moises Enriquez um, walked in. Walked in on them. Uh, Moises, is- who actually had a really interesting interview out about dealing openly with mental health, uh, but he didn't mention this incident once. Maybe his so mental how health open issue is. Maybe his, so maybe his yeah, mental health anxiety, is PT- do you, mate? P- yeah, PTSD. <laughs> who wouldn't? Bit of PTSD. Spacey. Double D. But yeah, like, why would Kevin Spacey have been in Australia in, like, oh, 2009 to 2012? He did guest host um, an episode of... Like, totally wild. Mm. <laughs> well, I remember him on Gogglebox Now, this lizard, <laughs> I must say, is simply outstanding. You see the way it moves. Now, the TV, it's been toasted, and uh, obviously that's very important. Now, this goanna is, <laughs> is underage, so I'm clearly going to have sex with it. <laughs> They're like, Kevin, can you Kevin, 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 oh, Kevin. Just oh, Kev. Cut it out. And then Don Burke is like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, yes, hard wait. and fast early on this episode. No holds, but yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Bubba Hills. Unleashed. 
Alright, it's Wikipedia wig out time And just before we do, Henry I want to talk about something on this can of Newstead beer we're drinking Yeah, sure Not an ad um, So the can, it's a coastal ale The photo is photos of like uh, surf lifesavers The whole vibe is beachy beer, surf beach beer mm. I have on the can, very in small very letters uh, Please, don't drink and swim <laughs> Every single thing they have done otherwise <laughs> Has made me want to drink and swim they couldn't. <laughs> it, it's clearly meant to be drunk at the beach. They couldn't have gone harder. <laughs> also, I like to think of like the idea of like express inclusions, uh, yeah. implicit exclusions of the idea that you can drink and drive. Yeah, oh, you can drink and um, deliver children or enjoy deliver the post. Enjoy responsibly. Oh, gamble responsibly, mate. The whole world's responsible, mate. Where did that get us a fucking pandemic? <laughs> but you know what uh, isn't always responsible? Tell me, Joe, and tell me now and loud. Looking at a Wikipedia page, because sometimes it's boring. Yeah, dude. Um, not this one. It's all right. I mean, it's not lighting. It's not lighting me up like others have. Yeah, it's not the best Wikipedia. It's fine, though, dude. It makes me think, and I know that we swore to never do meta-analysis of Wikipedia pages after we had to cut, like, half an hour of that from Paddington. <laughs> makes me think no one really cares about Bone Hills. Because no one's really gone on to write all that much about this. God, the Paddington episode had some... Fucking yeah, it wasn't, wasn't super good, Yeah, was for it? anyone who listened to the Paddington <laughs> episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, which is 49 minutes, it's probably about three hours of footage of that <laughs> that we... Uh, it's hard to down. exaggerate how much we cut. And we had to record it three times. And because it's still not good. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, no need to go back and listen to the first one. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, so, dude, yeah, Bowen Hills, um, bit in this, uh, go into the history. Not a whole lot in the history. The area, well, two things mentioned in this uh, for uh, first kind of paragraph. The area now occupied by the grounds of the Brisbane Exhibition Ground. Yes, uh, RNA show grounds. Now, yep. I want to say from the outset, guys, Bowen Hills, we're going to talk about it. We're not going to talk a heap about the Ecker. Absolutely. In this episode. Now, we've made that decision. Sorry, I've just knocked the mic. Uh, we've made that decision for a reason. We- Who's Mike? Sorry? Who's Mike? <laughs> just a bloke I knocked up. <laughs> uh, but we're going we're gonna to do- uh, we're going to diversify the range of uh, offerings in this podcast at some point. Yeah, and actually, uh, very exciting for like people who observed who were doing specials when we started a yeah, like how we did lockdown. the Brisdemic one and the one on the council election. We'll do a special on the Ecker, specifically Tuesday night Ecker. Yeah, uh, which was just made highlight of the year for many, uh, I, many people. The excitement. The erotic energy. The V-necks. Just- So many V-necks. Every- I, I love v for that virgin. everyone was just trying their hardest to look good, sound good, feel good, and you achieved none of those goals. Mm. I felt good, actually. No, oh, it was fun. I had one TC, I, I mate, I and I just, like, attached onto him the whole no, night. Save mate. it for the bloody special. Yeah, so that's very true. We'll talk about the Ecker later. Um, we're going to do a separate episode on all things Ecker and all yeah. things Tuesday night Ecker. But uh, so, but yeah, uh, that is the big thing. The Brisbane exhibition. So if, there. if you get to the end of this episode and you go, why haven't they addressed the Ecker? Then yeah. you clearly weren't listening to this bit properly. So fucking get your act together. And get your ears checked, bro. Oh, yeah. The other thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the Wikipedia goes on and to say the Royal Brisbane and Women's Hospital is there. Hey, here's one for you, mate. Where's the Royal Brisbane Men's Hospital? Well, I was gonna, you know I was gonna mean, say, you know what I mean, bro. It's a bit of reverse, uh, bit of reverse. Sexism. Men are dying more from COVID nineteen. Mm. Where's the Royal Brisbane fellas? Just a hospital oh. for the boys. Where's the boys Beers? hospital? And that boys, <laughs> boys hospital sounds like one of those shitty tents at Oktoberfest. <laughs> Come on down to the boys hospital. The best medicine, beers. <laughs> oh no, you're gonna get infected with f f f frothies. Oh no, the good time levels are too high. Time for Jaeger bombs, b b b bombs. Queensland Health has. 
has a real problem with waste. And by which we mean <laughs> wasted, left her drunk at this hospital. <laughs> Fellas hospital. Meanwhile, the women's hospital is like, if you could just park around the corner, please, it's $15 an hour. Mm. Freaking logistics at the women's <laughs> hospital, man. Oh, so boring. Bloody women's hospital. Uh, oh. But one thing I will say that's weird about the phrasing is it implies that it's like Royal Brisbane and women's hospital. Like the original, like they were like, now Royal Brisbane Hospital, everyone's just going to assume women can't come because that's how hospitals work. They really had to emphasise it. Yes, Jordan B. Peterson. I just remembered, Henry, that might belong better in the contemporary and everyone live listening what's happening. Do you remember the famous incident that happened outside the RBWH? Maybe we'll talk about that a little later on. Um, Diana died. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, murdered. Little known fact. Murdered. Um, uh. Let's, yeah, uh, scrolling through this a little more. Uh, they go on... Oh, you didn't ask me to guess the population, bro. Oh, no. I hope you haven't seen it. No. Good. I mean, I, I have to stop guessing myself about how you're going to do, because for one, it's not that interesting for listeners. Two, you're just good at it. What do you think the population of Bowen Hills is? Just because it's so... But remember, new development, lots of new apartment yeah, blocks around. I was going to say, it's like f- fairly shop heavy and hospital. Industrial. L- 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 I'm going to go low, like three, three, four, 3,400. Just fucking absurdly good. It's 3,250. Oh, You're 150. You will get it almost within 10 very yeah. soon. Admittedly, it's like how I always claim I can get Suncorp within about 100. If I'm there, I can get it. Oh. But I think that's partly just based on evidence. Like, I know what full sun court looks like. I know what 25,000 people look like. Yeah, bro. And I'm not, like, looking at all the Yeah, you're not like, we don't right now. My thing is way more impressive. <laughs> we don't be like, hey, all right, everybody in Hills resident, we just need you to line up in my backyard in Wilston, yeah, dude, I'm not eating a sausage roll and looking around <laughs> just at the residents. Just gazing for yeah. 80 minutes before making a really well-educated guess. <laughs> it's, like, it's like how every unit of measurement when it's revolved to people is, like, you know how many people died in that war? Think of Suncorp Stadium. It was that <laughs> times 10. And I'm like, dude, if you told me that 520,000 people had died in I know the war, I would is. still think that's sad. Like, I'm not like, 520,000 people died? Well, that wasn't a very big war. Wait, 10 Suncorp 10 Stadiums? Suncorp. Well, I guess that is sad. Well, it's like when people are like, guys, you want to know how <laughs> what the circumference of Uluru is? <laughs> yeah. 14 football fields. It's like, oh, well, now I understand what distance is when you make oh. it about the footy. Well, that rock is big. Six. I'm, I'm going to go climb it. Wait, six no. million? You mean like four consecutive NRL seasons worth of attendance? Yeah, sure, man. Let's go with that. Oh, what a horrible war. That's so <laughs> sad, man. I'm devastated. That is... Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, another big thing that comes up in the uh, in the uh, wiki Wikipedia is the Twelfth Night Theatre. Yeah. Now, we'll talk about this a little later because I've had a bit of history with the place we dated. Yeah. Um, the Twelfth Night Theatre. So this is, and you'd know this one because it's sort of in a very kind of central position and that it's on a bit of a rise I don't as know, you're coming. I, also don't I don't know, know what that, that road, road is. That's such a main road. It takes you, no. literally takes you from the valley to like us. It's like the start of Sandgate Road. Yeah. It might be named Sandgate Road then. It's where St. Paul's it's Terrace not, um, becomes Sandgate it's not Road. Abbey, it's not Abbey Road. It's not uh, <coughs> the highway to hell. It's not. Yellow brick. It's yellow oh, this brick. Is, I think it's yellow brick. I think it might be yellow. It's so nitpicky, but a friend of ours put up a story today that was like, <coughs> what a great funeral songs and like posted the responses. Fucking everyone who said Highway to Hell, so uninventive. Mm. Just so unfunny. You know mm. what a good funeral song is? What? Can't think of one. Tell you my, sad occasion. You know what I, I know what Bloody Henry's is. Mine is everyone. Everyone, if you're listening this to this- This is actually his as well. Can I actually, actually mobilise people? 
if and when I die, <laughs> if I die, if I die, uh, if I die, I would like. If modern medicine can keep two guys who drink a lot of beer, don't exercise a lot, and eat pretty poorly alive until 150 odd, I'll be impressed. Pretty good. Now, um, I would say he lives in you from The Lion yeah. King 2. Now, don't get confused because it was included in The Lion King Broadway musical, but that's some bullshit. That's some revisionism by the folks on Broadway who were just like- But it's that good a song that they were like, we need to include it in the original sneak story. Sneak it. They just get Rafiki to sing it at, at, oh. with absolutely no relevance. <laughs> He's like, anyway, he lives in my Enough of the plot, ladies and gentlemen. Rafiki! Ladies and gentlemen, Rafiki! <laughs> but I would like He Lives in You to be it. Now, I know that it's a supremely arrogant choice to tell everyone at the funeral that there's a little bit of me living in them, like oh. some sort of sexy horcrux. That's right, I said sexy horcrux. <laughs> it's like, where exactly does he live in you? I, um, I'm too embarrassed to say. I, uh, I can't get him out. He, he lives in me. Yeah. See, my, my he's covenant- like, He's like thrush. My, <laughs> my covenant I've made is knowing that. You, you've told me that a while ago. I am going to play Forever Young by Alphaville at your funeral, <laughs> banking that I will oh be no. able to convince everyone that, no, 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 like convince your family, everything. They're like, no, no, no. Henry's last wish to me <laughs> was to play Forever Young by Alphaville. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast and you come to my funeral, I don't want, if Forever Young starts playing, cut the orcs cord. I love that this, I hope this comes up in like a, like a trial over your last will and estate. It's it like, will. Uh, Mr. Dwyer, as trustee, clearly didn't respect the deceased's wishes <laughs> by playing Forever Young by Alphaville on loop as people cry. <laughs> good song. It's a good song, man. Uh, so, the Twelfth Night Theatre. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how we got there, Dad. So, it opened, it opened just before the theatre... Uh, what? Oh, this- I've, got, I've got something funny about it. They talk, yeah, about, they talk about the famous actors there. And I know, consciously... That John English is a well-respected Australian actor and musical theatre performer. Oh, Johnny English. <laughs> but yeah, fucking Hello. Johnny English. Oh, Mr. Bean's here. <laughs> Do one, man. It's like, and ladies and gentlemen, tonight the role of Jean Valjean will be played by, I don't know if I'm reading this right, Johnny English. Johnny English. You might know him better as Mr. Bean. What was Mr. Bean's first name? Greg. <laughs> Why not? Greg Bean. Greg Bean. Nice to meet you. Hi, Greg Bean. I think we've met. Have you seen that? I'm, I'm, I'm Greg. I love the idea that guys trying to do impression of Mr. Bean on a podcast just doesn't work because it's physical. Like for all the audience knows, oh my God, I'm doing the best ever Mr. Bean impression. I'll pull yourself together, boff. It's only a bit of poo. <laughs> Dude, Johnny English is fun. Yeah, you know that time I, I shit in a friend's bathtub? I'll let that hang. Yeah, man. Audience, no. yeah with, with no further context for the audience, if you know, you know. Oh, All I, know. I was thinking afterwards was, pull yourself together, delete name. It's only a bit of poo. Yeah, 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 good. <laughs> anyway, yeah. not sure. And John I, English not, performed at the 12th Night Theatre. Not sure I would have myself brought that up in a podcast. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm an open book, Matt. You are, mate. That's what we love about you. And now, the Twelfth Night Theatre. Yeah, bro. Um, Johnny English performed there. Um, this is what I like. This is quite good. So, the Twelfth Night Theatre, when it opened. Um, so, it opened uh, on the 12th of February, 1971. Um, the theatre's clubs are 12 to 12. So, yeah, 24 hours. Uh, license was what? the f- first granted under provisions written into the Liquor Acts. So, essentially... What happened was when the, the the Liquor Act was revised for Queensland and the theatre was one of the first places to be ah. opening and get one of these provisional licences um, in order to- a 24 in order hour. to have a 12 to- Unless they mean- Oh, no. They probably mean a midday 12 p.m. till 12 a.m. Yeah. Um, but regardless, love that a theatre was the first <laughs> one to get that. Can you imagine how many people- uh, Mum, just heading off. 
Oh, where are you going, mate? A theatre. Ah, uh, just going to the theatre. Just going to the theatre. Oh, yeah, what are you going to say? Just a fucking play? Um, Henry. Uh, one of the one of the Henrys. Um, just four, five, four, five, one of seven. Them. Fucking. Oh, no, I haven't um, seen the first two. Was that Bill Shakespeare? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's weird. Billy S. Yeah. Good guy. Oh, that's weird. You've never really expressed any interest in no, drama. Well, or? Uh, no, but see, man, this salesman died, and they're putting on this whole show about it. Oh, that's um, sad. Um, but it's just. No, I don't know him. You're not going just cut people just going getting absolutely slaughtered because <laughs> it's the only place they can drink for twelve hours. So I was thinking, Henry, we've both been like little little drama, little musical theatre kids. Yeah. Gee, if you're a young musical theatre kid, you need about three beers and then you're spilling your guts and singing lamies to your very <laughs> nerdy friends. Can you imagine Who a whole I? bunch of drama people? Who am I? I'm a massive fucking nerd. <laughs> Have you guys seen Hamilton yet? It's like, yeah, it's all we fucking talk about, man. <laughs> but now we've got alcohol. Yeah. Um Good so I do like the idea of heaps of people just suddenly realising that they were into theatre as an excuse for getting pissed <laughs> at the uh, at the licensed place. Yeah. Um, now, I was. I will talk about a little thing about the 12th night as well. Um, there was also significance for women in oh, yeah. these new provisions, um, which was suggested in Sylvia's Woman to Woman column that was uh, published. Uh, the official opening of the 12th Night Theatre Club on Tuesday night was the most exciting event of the week. It's cosy and intimate and snuggly, positioned in the basement of the soon-to-be-completed 12th, 12th Night Theatre Complex at Bowen Hills. So they... So they opened the club. Opened the club before, before the theatre the itself. Yeah. Now that's out. Now that fucks. That's fucks. That fucks. It's a club where women share equal status with men. At least we've made it in one field, girls. <laughs> Very good. Um, Let's and it's, leave the bar there. So and it's we're the, on the floor. And then it goes, and it's the first place I've been in where I've been able to front up to front up at the bar, order a drink from barman Eddie, pay for it myself, and still feel feminine. So there you go. Twelfth oh, Night Theatre. Bowen Hills is a bit of a- I wonder, I wonder how barman Eddie made her still feel feminine. I don't know. It's like, here you go, your bride. Yeah, I don't know. Sheila. <laughs> Back then, probably. So, tell you what, mate. Bloody going straight up to the bar and getting a drink. Don't know what fantasy land she's living in. Yeah, Always no. a queue at those bars, hey? Bloody barkeep, barkeep. Nowhere to be seen. Nah, not at all. But I like... <laughs> cool, bro. I like, I like the idea that Barman Eddie was Brisbane's only bartender at that time. Like, just to know him on first name basis. Be like, oh, Barman Eddie even served me and but he, me But he's like one of those, like, seven-year-old baristas on the coast. Like, Barman Eddie's just like the owner's son. He's like, nice. What can I get you, miss? You sure do look like a woman. It's like, oh, Barman Eddie made me feel so feminine. Barman Eddie made me feel very feminine. <laughs> I like Barman Eddie. Um... Oh, bro, yeah. There's a bit. There's a bit going on. Mate, here, Hills is one I feel of those, we've spoken about this. One of Bowen Hills is one of those awkward places because there's like a lot of history, but none of it is uniquely interesting. Now, something that is both part of its history mm. and part of what is currently very big in the news, Henry. Mm. Uh, there is a holdings. There is a business headquartered at mm. Bowen Hills. There is. It is a business that shares its name with what I was for many years. Mm. The Courier Mail. <laughs> nah, it's Virgin. 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 And I feel like every joke about virgins has been made. Yep. Um, Check it's out the name Twitter. of someone who hasn't had sex. Good work, Richard Branson. You've given people material for 40 years, but gone into administration. Sadly. Voluntary administration. Nothing voluntary about it, I am No, say. no, no. Five billion in debt, you know, can't be that. I mean, it's kind of it's voluntary in a way, but it's voluntary when someone's got a gun to your head and you're like, oh, yeah. yes, I will jump into the hands of Deloitte who are like, I think we'll sell everything. Mm. Mm. Yeah, bro. Pretty pretty interesting. You, I mean, it's been in the news a fair bit. Obviously very sad. There's a lot mm. of uh, debate that we probably won't get into here about whether they should be bailed out or not. We'd love to see Richard Branson come in and just bail them out. Yeah, because also- Here's Branson- what I'd like to see in the news tomorrow. <laughs> Richard Branson, you know what? I've, um, I've been thinking a lot about it and- uh, 
I, you know, I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't ha- hadn't built my fortune on the backs of workers who got me there. So I want to, I want to come in. I want to step in. Also, while I'm on the topic, Kevin Spacey and Brett Lee did have sex in the mansion. It happened. It happened. It's true. Get him off. <laughs> so he's like, now while I'm on the topic of workers, um, someone's just informed me that there's been some jokes made about the name of my airline. Like we're all virgins. That shit ends today. Okay, I bail it out. That ends today. Richard's like, I want you to know full well that no one in my employ has ever had sex. It's company <laughs> policy. We do not fuck. We are virgins in name and we are virgins in spirit. With me now! And he just, and he just like walks off camera. There's this great ABC News piece about um about the virgin administration thing, Henry, because uh, mm. a friend of ours, uh, her father... Uh, worked for both Ansett before it collapsed and now Virgin. And yeah. that is tough Queensland life. But in a turn of good news, he's just been hired as the Defence Against the Dark Arts teacher at Hogwarts. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great job, uh, Good luck. Um, but they got um, my favourite moment in this news report is there's this shot of a baggage handler who they interviewed grasping onto the chain link fence at Brisbane Airport, <laughs> staring longingly at a plane whilst in uniform. Now, this bloke's been, like, stood down for weeks. So, I can only assume ABC went to his house and said, put your uniform on, we're going for a drive. Get dressed. <laughs> Took him there. And then made get dressed, him- Get we're going to go look at some planes. <laughs> made like, him oh. take the shot. This man has lost his job. And ABC's like, nah, we need the shot. Grasp onto a fence and look longingly through it. He's like, I just, I don't know, man. It's not really losing my job or, or my income that bothers me. I just, I just miss planes so much. I miss He's planes. Like, I I've been watching train spotting because it sounds similar, but it's, it's not the same. It's not planes. The trains. It's not the same. He's like, oh, I just don't know when the next time I'm going to get to eat a microwave casserole <laughs> and a very small juice and watch Marley and Me with Chinese subtitles is going to happen again. You walk in on him like watching Top Gun for the seventh time and it's like, you know this is nothing what your job was like, right? <laughs> baggage handlers do great work, but it's not like, come on, Mav, this guy's bag is going to the wrong carousel. He's like, I just, you know, I, I find myself up in the mirror every morning putting my uniform on and saying, today's in-flight movie is Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Good movie, that. I watched it twice in a row on a plane because they didn't have any other movie. It's like when Hobbs and we, uh, we were on this boat to an island in Bali um, and it was pretty rocky and the only movie they had was Hobbs and Shore. But whenever the boat would like hit a particularly hard wave, it would restart. Yeah, so I've seen right. the first, I think you fell asleep, but I've seen the first 20 minutes of Hobbs and Shore with no audio conservatively like eight times. Mm. And then I watched it for an hour. I watched it with a uh, person who will not be named and Hamish, and I fell asleep after about half an hour. So yeah. I still don't know how Hobbs and Shaw ends. And you know what? Doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, it's keeping you up at night. Ah, uh, yeah. So obviously a tough time for Virgin, but mm. uh, we'll we'll keep them going. Um, as it was for me and you and I. Oh, yeah. Boom. Anyway, we might get into contemporary stuff. There's not a whole lot left in the Wikipedia. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Talking contemporary Bowen Hills now. Oh, yeah. First thing, that, and we noted this in a little bit in the beginning of the show, it's done a little bit of a number on itself, trying to redefine itself as a bit of a hub, mm. a bit of an entertainment precinct. Because as Joe mentioned, like, very industrial. It was sort of like a pocket of just- It wasn't the valley and it wasn't the city- and it wasn't like Hurston. Like, it just didn't make a lot of sense as to where it fit into the landscape. Also, hilarious phrasing of you to be like, it did a number of its on itself. Sounds like it just had too much to drink. I would use that semi-regularly. Really? Being like, fuck me, I did a number on myself last night. Yeah, but that's a bad thing. That's you what I mean. Al- oh, you're already passing judgment on Burn Hills. I think it's done a bit of a number on itself. As in, like, in a bad way? No, I just made a mistake. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, now, I'm now trying to back right what I meant. There's, there's a phrase that I think you meant- 
that isn't quite coming to me. It's, well, it's given itself a little makeover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's done itself up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Sure. If you can figure, hey, if you have a better phrase for Henry to use, write in. Fucking don't. On Pakistani of the Week, the guy who could figure out how to talk properly. It's not gonna, shut up. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, uh, crack yeah. open a dictionary, bud. Uh, oh, crack open a... Crack open I'll a cold crack, I'll crack open a skull in a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, so... The, <laughs> well, the big fucking... The first number it's did on itself was Welcome to Bowen Hills. Yeah. So, for those Huge of you call. who haven't been there in the last couple of years, they've essentially smack bang in the middle of itself on, on King Street. They've gone and made... What I've got it here. It describes itself funnily enough. I remember enough. when I was looking it up because I was going to that Vietnamese place. Oh, yeah. Um, it tries to make itself like a lifestyle centre of someone's life. I'm pretty sure the way they designed it is if you live in one of those apartments there, you will never need to go anywhere that isn't Bowen Hills. It has like a gym, mm. a hairdresser. Yeah. It's like how 480 Queen is weirdly self-contained for just like an office building. Um. Yeah, no, exactly. It's kind of like it... The weird thing about it as well is that it, it describes itself in its own website as a park. It calls itself- what? Yeah, I think they're trying to like almost emulate Eat Street Markets to a degree. Oh, in true. In that they're like, it's a food truck park. I'm like, there's one food truck there's there. There's one. That's it's like, that burger it's one. It's so funny that it has a food truck vibe, which to me is way too expensive. The food is so overcomplicated mm. and- People go there basically just to take Instagram photos. It has that vibe, but they're freestanding restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're freestanding restaurants, and then I guess like it's sort of a, a just suit yourself sitting sort of thing arrangement, and that like you true. can get the food you want from the food truck, Dude, and then like, go sit in the restaurant, which they, is cool. Are they all in business together? Because I feel like Dude, we got I have pizzas no there once, idea. and then went to the bra house, and we'll get on to this. Well, there's a Bavarian there, isn't but there? The Bavarian, but also how weird is it? Like Bavarian there, welcome to Bowen Hills, big development. Like clearly they went for restaurants that they thought would be a big deal. Obviously, like uh, Mexican, is it Comuna Cantina, the Mexican? Yeah, yeah. Um, since when did Bavarian style dining become huge in Brisbane? Because it can only be like the last two years. It's been out of fucking nowhere. Well, the Eagle Street Bavarian Beer Cafe has been there since at least like 2014. You're kidding? I would think. I've definitely been, I, like, I 100% went there in 2015 and it was already a bit of a scene. But like South Bank, Bowen Hills. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it seems like a guy who works for like Welcome to Bowen Hills came back from exchange, went to Oktoberfest there and was like, guys, we've got to do this. Yeah. Exchange was so great. We were all there and we'd all just met each other two weeks before, but we were best friends. He's like, here's one for you, Levi. Pretzels. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, I'll just get a bread roll and put some salt on it. Mate. Pretzel, fine. You're like, German. Put it, put it in the oven. Oh. It's going to be okay. Here's one for you, Franz. Put some bloody salt on a fucking bread roll from Brumbies. That's a pretzel. Hansel, mate, uh, your beer's a litre, okay? It gets cold. Hey, I mean, it gets warm. Hey, Adolf, weird that your parents <laughs> called you that. I just, I mean, I know, I, know it's an, I know it was a name before the thing, but it's just weird that- anyway, do, Yeah, regardless, yeah. Uh, this bread roll, a pre you don't care as much about the pretzel yeah. thing because I've offended your name. Hey, hey, Heimlich, a manoeuvre I don't like from you, pretzels. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> but yeah, like they have the massive Bavarian thing and, you know, it just- it feels fake. It feels like a movie set. It looks so like, many bro, ways. I literally, it, it feels like a, tar a Tarantino film. So true. It's got that really, really blinding, like, neon lights. Like that intense pink neon. It's trying too hard to be fun, dare I say. Yeah. Like, they're kind of, they're trying to make themselves a scene too much. Now, I'm going to say, it, it's fun, but, like, it's good. I'm cool to just have some good food, some good drinks with mates. I don't need to be eating on a fucking foosball table. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need to, like, there's it's an, like that for an arcade. ADHD kid. It's yeah. like, oh, guys, we can't just trust our own food and our own beers like every other restaurant in history fucking ever. Mm. So, we've got to throw all these bells and whistles at you. It's like, yeah. I'm just getting bombarded with these bells and whistles. Eating. 
eating burgers is fun. You know what's more fun? Basketball. The chips come out of the hoop. I don't know. Like everything that'd be sick if the chips. If it was integrated, the chips came out of the hoop. Imagine that if you shot the ball, it went to the hoop and hot chips come. Or like every hoop you have has like a counter lever that pulls your beer. Oh, now fucking hire us for some business ideas. Also, the thing like the lever under the hoop that would usually add points to the board. Yeah, pulls the beer. So you're just getting what like little bits of beer at a time. Oh, it takes it takes like forty shots to get a pint. And by the time you're like, yes, Michael Jordan over here, the last dance, more like the last beer. <laughs> Hello, boys. Sidestep, sidestep, alley oop. Oh, it's warm. <laughs> and then you made Scotty Pippen's like, I'm nearly as good. And it's even warmer because he's not quite as good. He's not quite as good. Yeah. We don't know a lot about basketball here, but we're watching a doco. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, dude, love, like, I like Welcome to Bowen Hills. I like what that they the name, by the way. They hate it. Yeah. Makes no sense. I don't think I like it either. I prefer my awesome joke of the Bowen Hills are alive. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> I think uh, I like your thing. I think that would have been a lot Welcome better. to Bowen Hills, not unlike your joke, but it's just a phrase. Like imagine if yeah, imagine if Fridays was called Welcome to the City. <laughs> and you're like, hey dude. Do you guys want to go to um you guys go to the city? <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna go do you wanna go get some like watered down drinks at I don't know, Welcome to the City? Do you guys go want to hang out with everyone we went to school with at Soho Sundays? It's um at <laughs> Welcome to South Bank. Welcome to <laughs> South Bank. It's like the mayor of Bowen Hills was like, guys, obviously I'll approve uh, development, no questions asked. One condition. <laughs> Call it a welcome to Bowen Hills. He's like, now, here's the thing. I approve a lot of developments and something I've noticed, a real <laughs> deficit in manners. I want to <laughs> hear you welcoming people to your yeah. establishment. Oh, yeah, well, we'll just make sure that we do welcome. He's like, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand what I'm saying, I- I'm haunted by when I approve development for a place that said they'd be called, hello, please and welcome to the Tivoli. And then they just dropped to the first bit. Uh, and I'm haunted by that. This, so property, well. again. this property developer's like, I can tell you. Can I tell you how many fucking times... I feel like I walk into an establishment, Kmart, no, welcome. Why am I never welcomed? You were wo- and everyone's like, dude, well, okay, like, we'll, we'll welcome like Very you, much man. let it go. Oh. I want to be welcomed. <laughs> and I want to be welcomed. All right. So, and he finally got his way. Cool. Look, if I lived in an apartment there, I'd think it's pretty cool. It's near the valley. But it's just, it doesn't feel real. And in a Brisbane, like, this is not to be too serious, but there's so much new development in Brisbane. And unfortunately, it all just lacks a bit of authenticity. I think what's so beautiful about Brisbane is, like, the archetypal Queensland, the Queenslander that's falling apart a bit at the edges. The fact, like, the 4X Brewery is the ugliest thing in the world. The Gab is an ugly stadium. We're not flashy, new, and beautiful in this city. We're all about character. And yeah, I don't need a million neon lights in my face while I have a beer and yeah. an obnoxious pretzel with my German friends. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm on the set of Drive. Yeah. Um, I was literally thinking Only God Forgives, the other yeah, Nicholas yeah, yeah. Winding Reffin film. Nicholas Winding Reffin. He's got yeah. a fucking. I reckon he bought like one of those neon. His girlfriend got a neon pink flamingo for their living room. He's like, put it in the movie. I like it, kid. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to base a film career on this. <laughs> uh, oh, um, RNA Showgrounds. Yeah. We said. You we'll take call- about five steps from Walking to Bowen Hills. And where are you? You're at the Showgrounds. That I will give to. Welcome to Bowen Hills, and that I was at a conference for work at the RNA showgrounds, and we just popped out, and then That's bam, so many eating options. That's actually very good. If and I was there, welcomed, and you still feel welcomed, man. I tell you where I feel bloody welcomed: RNA showgrounds. Yeah. No matter what it is, whether it's Laneway, whether it's that which will not uh, not be named now, the Ecker, it's just fucking brilliant. What's with the so where they have the fireworks at the Ecker? Yeah, that's a cricket ground. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I think it was quite an, it was like an old <laughs> you fucking yeah. idiots you thought you got through the wool and gabber episode and you're like well I guess they've got the cricket out of their system not a chance the amount of messages we got last week from people being like this thing you put in your story of where the cricket bit is is this a warning or are you patting <laughs> yourselves on the back but no legitimately this yeah, is it was it was an old Queensland um, like the Sheffield Shield cricket ground and you can really notice it when you're there because it's got like the big white pavilions when you think about it like mm. yeah sheepdog trials are great but they only happen five days of this year yeah. like this must have been built for something else. And yeah, it was cricket. Mate, I would love to see some I cricket. Do go back there. there because I like 100%. I like the Allen Border feel, but there's no stands really. There's one yeah, stand. Yeah, it's hard to watch. And I mean all the noise coming from brothers and all that. Yeah, legit. I mean, Mate, go to go to RNA show grounds. Imagine watching Matt Renshaw take six wickets as we saw at the Allen Border Field, popping over to Welcome to Bowen Hills for a distinctly German and Mexican themed meal where a multicultural society back mm. to the melting pot that is cricket. And you know it'd be good if there was like a, a touring team and Nick Madison whacks a six and it soars into Welcome to Bowen Hills, goes through the basketball hoop, hits the <laughs> thing, pours a beer and everyone's like Hey. Free beers for everyone. Cheers to the freaking weekend. <laughs> it just breaks the tap. And then Nick Madison, upon hitting a century, raises the bat and just goes, Welcome to <laughs> Bowen Hills. <laughs> oh, I mean, I love that. They should do that. That is sick and I love like um, that. But what lot. they do instead is get DMAs there every year to talk about how they sound like Oasis but aren't really. Dude, say what you want about the DMAs. Um, pretty weird that Sher covered their song, hey? Yeah, I thought it was Sher thought, here's a cute little Australian band. Uh, I'll do them a favour. Like, oh, I'm sure I was in Mamma Mia 2 in admittedly a perfectly cast role. Yeah, Sher's <laughs> like, I need to revive my career. I need to get back in, back in the news feeds of kids. Oh, I'm going to cover the DMAs original song, Believe. Dude, it's one of the great Aussie songs do you still do you believe in life after love yes do i believe in sure after her prime i don't, I don't, I don't know. know dude do i believe in sure after plastic surgery i don't know i mean she was going to cover um the less i know the better mm, yeah that wouldn't have worked um, no 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 not even pretty annoying i, I don't know how the dmas felt about sure stealing no song. no i don't think they read the news they strike me as a bunch of guys in their nautica caps and jackets and guitars that mm. i think they're that engaged in the world these guys Pip-pip. i reckon if you told them about 9-11 they'd be like Oh, hectic, man. No like, oh, no, don't delete my baby. <laughs> um, it's a song about abortion. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what the TMAs were trying. Yeah, that's what they were getting at, mate. And their song Too <laughs> Soon. <laughs> their song Too Soon was about that joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so... Uh, the yeah, well that that kind of segues us not not nicely, but into no, quite awkwardly. Lane, uh, Laneway Festival, which we've been to a number of times, Henry. Twice even. That's uh, a number. It Two. is comfortably my favourite uh, festival in Australia. I feel like I'm a poser though because I've never been to a festival True, been longer to like than one day. I've never been to Splendour. Oh, okay. See, I, I've put in shifts at Splendour, Woodford, Caloundra. Obviously, Laneway is just a You've day. You've done Blues Fest, haven't you? Uh, no, I've never done Blues Fest. Really? Yeah. Huh. But I camped at Woodford for nine straight days once. That was hard. Jeez. Um, but, like, Laneway is just such an incredible... Like, I love every time you leave Laneway, you've had 12 hours of great entertainment. It's about 10.30 and you're pretty much in the valley and you're like, do you want to go to the uh, Flying Cock? Yeah. It's an interesting festival, Laneway, in that it, is kind of, it does kind of walk this line between mainstream and, and indie more so than any of the other festivals. Yeah. That- and when we say mainstream, as in, like, Tame Impala. Like, they'll have oh, yeah, the not- big hottest 100 acts of the year, but then they'll be like, this is a band from America that literally never, ever tours Well, it was the first time we saw Man. who is now our favourite Australian artist, Alex Cameron. He, on quite a big stage, but not a big audience. No, no one Just was a there. baking sun. He's playing it like midday. Yeah, it was like it was like 1pm in the afternoon. I remember because we left Prees earlier because of Wait, our what? conviction in Alex Cameron. Well, no one was interesting. Uh, your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, Paramore had, of the time. Paramore of the time had- um. 
we were there and we were like, oh, we're going to go in early. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll come in early because I want to see an, an act as well. And we got there and we're like, oh, well, we're going to go see Alex Cameron. And she was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go. And we're like, what are you talking about? This guy's awesome. And she's like, yeah, there's just this, she's this American girl. She's in town. Um, and we're like, who's this? She's like, oh, it's just Billie Eilish. And, and like, we had oh. never heard. She had. Well, she I won't think, amount to anything. <laughs> I think she had one single out then. Uh, say what you will about ex-boyfriends and girlfriends. That will go down as one of the greatest calls she ever made. Well, dude. And I was like annoyed about it at the time. I was like, come on. Alice Cameron's like one of my favorite artists. Who's this fucking Billie Eilish chick that you're going off to well, see? Well, she wrote Bad Guy about you. <laughs> yeah. It was about you. Not After the show, came backstage and was like, yeah, my boyfriend's watching Alex Cameron. And Billy's like, I got a couple ideas. <laughs> She's like, you know what? <laughs> She's like, she literally had one single out there to pick. Was that. it um? It was like when the party's over. No, it was like when a. It's not when a fire starts to burn, but it's a song about no. fires or matches. It's called like Firestarter. It oh. was. It was truly. This was the start of 2018 for context. Everyone, this isn't even when she's a hint on the airwaves. She is like a SoundCloud artist at this point. Laneway books her for 12, I think. Alex Cameron was at 12.30. I think they- No, I think what the kind of- They really neg the artist. It's not 12, it's like 11.50. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so pretty sure, I'm pretty sure by 10 minutes, they're like, so you've got a morning slot. So, <laughs> so you're in the AM, so have your eggs, Benny, early, then you're playing. So go put on your inflatable green jumpsuit, <laughs> Billy, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll put you on in the morning. Oh, man. Try to get down your orange juice before you go. <laughs> I mean, she would have been like dead set 15 when she performed there or something. Yeah. That was, but that was very cool. Now, Henry, mm. we've gone, we've spoken about good artists we've seen at Laneway. Mm. Uh, let's talk about bad artists we've this, seen at Laneway. Are, this is going to ruffle some feathers. Um, certain gang. Yeah. Not an, then, old gang. not an old gang. <laughs> They're not a middle-aged gang. Uh, not even a young adult gang. Some would say that this gang is just smashing through a cherub book and going to an <laughs> Aiden's dance on the weekend. It's a gang of you. And gang of you. To say they're sanctimonious, uh, unoriginal. These cunts are the preachiest blokes. They fucking suck. Like, I've never detested a band more live. Now, can we get on the same page? Loved the first album, The Position. Mm. Very, very good. Magnolia's a cool song. Go Further and Lightness came out and I was like, eh, it's good. The, the fucking written and every song title is a novel. Like, the heart is a muscle that keeps you beating in the burning light and going further. Oh, bro, every song is like, there's a girl in a bar with a moose head statue <laughs> and a drink that smells like the tears. There's another girl waiting who thinks that the Bible will shake her hand. Through the years, there's a champagne dancing all over the window as I look out to the street. And a girl that's waiting, asking me, begging, when are we going to meet? I took her hand in mine and I said to the girl, well, maybe the sin was our own. <laughs> and then she said, well, they can't have a roof made of Wrong if the right ain't a home. And then they always chuck in one really long word and they're like, it's a normal song. And then they're like, she was loquacious and also mendacious <laughs> and absolutely insane. And when I was sad and the people were mad, then I said, well, I guess this is growing. And then <laughs> I said, this is growing. Five second pause to the point that you think your wife eyes cut out. And then... <laughs> If you've turned it up, if you've turned it up in your earphone, suddenly Dave has uh, shocked you to kingdom come. Mate, my biggest thing, and we observed it at the time, they introduced the song The Heart is a Muscle. Oh, do you want to make it strong? <laughs> but for one, like, right, I feel doc. like most people know that. It's yeah. like saying like, 
The lungs were an organ. I'm looking forward cool. to their next single. <laughs> the arm is a limb. <laughs> the tim- the tibula's a bone. It's like, yeah. You guys just learn head, shoulders, knees, and toes or something. The penis is small. <laughs> it's like, that's a you problem, Dave. Hey, Dane. <laughs> well, you are, admittedly, they are youths. <laughs> the balls are so shriveled. <laughs> Dave, what are these songs, man? <laughs> <laughs> the dick cheese is cold. <laughs> David, what is this album? <laughs> Dave's like, your second dick is smaller than your first dick. <laughs> Dave, do you have the two dicks? <laughs> your eighth nipple keeps getting in the way of the other seven. <laughs> Dave, we've been Dave. meaning to talk to you about this. David, um, but no, so they introduced the heart. I want everyone out there to put their third arm in the air. <laughs> He's just like this fucking mutant. <laughs> He's this mutant. Now, I know a lot of us have feet, but most of us don't. I think you need to get out of the gang of yous and into the gang of X-Men, David. <laughs> You're a freak. But a really useless X-Men. It's like, David, what's your mutation? Oh, I have three arms, but two of them are useless. <laughs> Well, that was Dave. Like, but, but I can make white girls sad if yeah, we ever, like, if we ever but, need that. But I can separate the art from the artist. Ooh. He's like, I can watch Louis C.K.'s latest special. You, you ever notice that like people when they talk about that sound really high and mighty because they can separate the art from the artist? Like it's a rolling super power. Bars. Yeah. Anyway. We, can, we can separate the art from a Kevin Spacey, Brett Lee chat. No dramas. Absolutely. Uh, but introduces <laughs> the heart as a muscle, this guy, by going, this is for anyone who's ever lost someone. Or anyone who's about to lose someone. Or anyone who's <laughs> afraid of losing someone. At which point... <laughs> Who doesn't this cover? He's got the whole audience. So the song's for everyone. And there are people around Joe and I. This is They are the headline oh, act. They are the last ones of the night. People are weeping. People are genuinely crying. And he's like... I just have to tell you that this song is for anyone who at any point has felt sad, <laughs> and if not sad, just sort of felt bored. If Here you, we go. <laughs> if you've felt an emotion that ranges from sadness to fear or fear of being sad, this song is for you. And we're watching people cry as if it's like the most momentous thing they've ever fucking seen. And then, and then <laughs> afterwards we were like, Sadly, oh, we were there with my sister and her friends, and a lot of them do come out having had this existential transformative experience. Mm. That was what was particularly awkward about it, is we knew some of the people who were watching Gang of as if it was the best thing ever and I was like oh, I've never felt more different to uh, the people around me <laughs> not in a cool way but just in a very cynical negative way and then of course we proceeded to roast them until they were laughing along with us and saying you know what maybe they weren't that yeah, good well, maybe they were false because the other big thing is that not everything <laughs> means something honey because also it, it had started raining and we found it very funny to walk around in the rain being very seriously saying because not everything means something honey and the best part is that they're famously teetotalers um, <laughs> like they don't drink oh they don't drink at all they don't well, drink at all I, I mean, in fairness to them, they met in a rehab. Oh, like they met they in like clearly, a Christian rehab centre. Yeah. They clearly were a lot cooler when they used to drink. Yeah, they, it's it's. I think it was like a genuine rehab centre where they were like got devout Christians together they and, are, got them, yeah. and got them into which I've always <laughs> they, they get devout Christians and they're like. Well, you know, we need to get you off alcohol. Have you heard of <laughs> children in the eighties? <laughs> it's like now we need to get you off alcohol. But because you're devout Christians, you also believe water can be wine at any point. Mm. So, I've just got like trembling hands looking at this glass of water being like, Jesus is going to test me and change this in a second, man. <laughs> Biblical references are back, Henry, I told you. 
Um, but yeah, so so we had this um, joke that we forced upon the people who actually like this band that after each successful show, instead of spraying champagne like other bands would or having a beer, they just have one bottle of San Pellegrino that they're like, well done, guys, another ripper. Time for a glass of water. <laughs> like Grand, Grand Prix style, just shaking a bottle of Mount Franklin and spraying each other. Great work, everyone. But remember, save the turtles. But yeah, not a band I'm a big fan of. Yeah, anyway, I think we've sufficiently roasted the young gang. Mm. Um, I I did actually want to come back to this. Um, I mentioned it earlier in relation to kind of the new restaurant scene. El Camino Cantina yeah. has developed a huge following. It's sort of become the go-to for birthday parties, big groups. And um, basically, you come in and you put on a sombrero. You have these enormous margaritas. And, uh, oh, they're and comically big, mate. And you you absolutely flood my Instagram feed uh, about yeah, it. So, people look- seem to get, like, fucked up at El Camino Cantina as well. And- Do you feel, like, a bit sad that we've never, like, really been and had a massive one there? I don't know why I haven't. I've never been there. No, me neither. And, but no one's ever raised it. Here's something I want to bring up. Yeah. You. Here's something I want to raise. Yeah, please. Blue sky, this Henry. It's very interesting that Mexican is still a culture that we're just sort of, everyone's turning a blind eye to on the racism front, isn't it? And it's funny you should say that, Henry, because if you'll turn around, look at the hats. Huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, No, no, no. We're not talking about the rice paddy hat that's just blatantly racist. I'm talking about the Australian sombrero. Joe has like three sombreros sitting down here. Yeah. Everyone wears sombreros and everyone's like, eh, Mexicano. Eh, Mexicano. Eh, Eh. my name's Pepe. Imagine if there was a restaurant that was just like, uh, we do, you know, traditional African cuisine. And uh, when you come here for your birthday, everyone gets in blackface. <laughs> it's, it's a theme, or guys. Even like, or even it's like, a theme. And the other thing, even the cuisine, Henry, like the cuisine that a Mexican restaurant does in Australia is usually Tex-Mex. It's a very Americanized version of it. It's literally like, obviously, we've got a, a traditional African restaurant. Um, so come to KFC and put on your blackface. Yeah. <laughs> it's that level of, but everyone gives it a free pass because it's like, now tacos are fucking Everyone's like, delicious. oh, but Stevie Gonzalez, it's a family. And to be clear, we're against racism like in this moment. episode. Do you, know episode. Do, you know, do you know what else has occurred yeah. to me as well? Uh, Bowen Hills has a drive-through Guzman and Gomez. That's very true. Gee, they do like their Mexican there. And they pump these burritos out. Like you'd think Mate, it's going to be a it is incredible that Guzman can be drive-through because I swear to God you go to a Guzman at uni or like in the city it takes like a good 14 minutes love that our mate Jack and like he fucking single-handedly props it up he he will openly say he's like I I reckon like net I will have spent over three grand at Guzman just across the course of my university oh mate he, he reckons it's three grand a year Oh, God. he thinks it. Yeah, he thinks he's clocking that level because it's not just a snack at uni. It's it's all over. It's hard, hey, because it's like if I was to have a Guzman and Gomez burrito every time I felt like a Guzman and Gomez burrito, um, I I would have it for every meal. So it's difficult. Oh, but, right. But what I, I guess what I want to say is like with El Camino Cantina and all the people yeah. that, but yeah, I'm and Mexican. then and then bloody Guzman and Gomez. It's almost like there. Is it too early to call? Bowen Hills, the Mexico of Brisbane. Yeah. Mexico of Brisbane. Well, am I going to build a wall? This is what I want to say. And yeah, it's, good. there are a lot of people, great people, who there, they go to welcome to Bowen Hills. <laughs> they like food. They like food. It's very yummy. But we're going to build a wall around Bowen Hills. It's in Brisbane. You might not know it. <laughs> you might not know it. You're very welcomed. It's where they, and they have Camino Cantina. <laughs> and they're coming in. They're taking photos. They're doing hashtags. It's very bad. We're going to build a wall around Bowen Hills. It has gone too far. It's bad. And mean. (laughs) They're mean people. And then someone, obviously, his advisor informs it. uh, Sir, it's actually called Welcome to Bowen Hills, so they're not mean. And it 
They welcome them. They, they do welcome them. That's good. That's beautiful. But I will say, <laughs> drive through Guzman and Gomez. Why are they driving? Are they running from crime? Are they going <laughs> to a crime? Why do you not have enough time to stop and get a burrito? My favorite Trump speech pattern right now is the, we're hearing this l- more and more. <laughs> we're hearing this more and more each day. They're charging $2. $2 for guacamole. <laughs> Just put it on. You got it in the store. It should be, it should be included in the burrito. Who's getting the burrito without guacamole? It's dry. It's so dry, <laughs> folks. It's so dry. Ah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I believe we got Donald Trump. Uh, dude, did that verge a bit close to a character? Yeah. No, well, he's, no, because no, he's, he's real. He's real. That's fine. Uh, so, yeah, Mexico of Brisbane. Tivoli, a great performing arts place. Love going to gigs there. Um, have you noticed? Because mm. I used to go, because they used to have un, um, like all ages gigs. Oh, yeah. um, where For the gang of youths. Oh, yeah. So they could play. <gasps> um, but they, it was a weird setup where if you were under 18, you had to stand in a certain spot actually near the front, which I imagine would have pissed off everyone, but it was just so we couldn't go near the bar. Oh, I okay. swear I left the Tivoli deafened on every single occasion. Mm. For whatever reason, they go, under 18, no worries, mate, go right near the speaker. Your cochlear canals are underdeveloped. <laughs> mate, my ear was like leaking fluid once. Yeah, right. How fucked up does your ear have to be where it's <laughs> leaking? It's not like I'm a big swimmer, I'd go and swim or anything. But gee, boy and bear were good. I used to I used to leave, um, I used to leave Prohibition in the valley. With I've had that problem before. Wake up the next morning, oh, yeah. fluid from my ear. So this is the I've never heard anyone else say this has happened to them. So that's, that's actually that's, yeah, cool. that's quite it's, that's also one of those classic health problems where I'm like, oh, that's not good. I'm not going to take any investigations yeah. into it whatsoever. What am I going to wear an ear towel? <laughs> um, yeah. Good. Good so good. the Tivoli. The last time I was at the Tivoli, and this is a weird pattern in my life, is mm. that I went to despite inviting all of my friends and no one taking me Mate, up on the you, offer. You of it, put out so many feelers. I went to a David Bowie tribute gig there. And uh, I don't know where in my mind I thought it was going to be a loose <laughs> night of like young bohemian indie uh, kind of Bowie fans. Um, got median age was like ninety, oh, um, yeah. and I and I was there, and I actually made a few friends. We were chatting about, mm. and they, as kind right. of these mid sixties people were, they were like pretty impressed that I had a pretty handy knowledge of Bowie's. Old, back old people love that. I saw um, a Cat Stevens tribute show at QPAC mm. when I was like eleven, and that's like even more tragic. Like, Bowie tributes at least. Cool. This was Cat Stevens. The, like, awe from the 70-year-old men around me being yeah. like, this little bloke likes Cat Stevens, blah, blah, blah. I'd also like to clarify on the air. I was overseas. I love David Bowie. I absolutely would have gone with you. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah like, that's why I think- well, I saw another I saw another David Bowie tribute band in Edinburgh when I was on the stage. That's Wait, why- Mate, I haven't seen a single David Bowie well, tribute Well, in band. the chat when I- David I, Bowie. David, um, yeah, in the chat when uh, um, one of our friends who's God name I just can't quite put my finger on, but she no, was like, she's, she she's was a like, lovely girl. I couldn't be nice. I respect her a lot. Yeah, lovely girl. But she and she name just constantly yeah, case, slips out of the mind. But she messaged and was like, Henry, what's with this like pattern of you going <laughs> to David Bowie tribute gigs alone? Yeah, very true. Yeah. But Tivoli put on a great job, and I actually messaged the band their Facebook page, and oh, yeah. I was like, Hey guys, great gig, had a blast, literally like that long, and got like. A dissertation back being like we think we did David Proud tonight and I was like okay, oh, okay. Let's come you're not yeah I do wonder I, I, I'd love to be in a tribute band but there's such a threshold you cross from just being a band that plays covers to being a dead set tribute band like do you view yourself as continuing the yeah. legacy of David Bowie I'd like to see tribute podcasts yeah wouldn't it be nice if, yeah. I mean this I mean we're accused of being Hamish and Andy yeah, tribute I mean, podcasts <laughs> uh, pretty often <laughs> imagine, doing, imagine doing a tribute podcast or just like 
a stand-up comedian being that like, covers, I'm just doing covers, covers tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, just doing like Chris but Rock But it's a white bits. guy doing the Chris Rock <laughs> black guys VN words bit. It's like, oh, I'm just doing covers. I'm uh, just doing covers. Oh, I'm just, I'm just a cover. I'm a covers comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just does like Seinfeld lines. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a covers comedian. Um, so a rabbi uh, and an Irishman walk into a bar. Just doing uh, like, <laughs> like Koshy's joke book. Hey, we've got a great show for you tonight. I've read Koshy's joke book volume four and I've got volumes one through three on back order I'm a covers comic what can I say uh, uh, but the Tivoli is uh, it's a great place as is Bowen Hills generally yeah Does Bowen Hills it's the question we save to the end because it's the best bit like a Cornetto where the chocolate's at the end does Bowen Hills fuck now Joe Henry, you're looking at me like you want to say something yeah before I have an opinion I just got a message um, on Instagram and obviously we've been very public today with our Newstead Brewery acquisitions uh, and I got a message from a brilliant young footballer uh, probably the player of the Super Rugby season, Harry Wilson. Harry w- Wilson, uh, Queensland Reds player. Queensland Wilson. Reds, great man. bloke, uh, Terrace boy. Uh, just messaged me quite bluntly saying, "Newstead is the worst beer I've ever had." <laughs> oh, well, which one? No, nah, just I, flatly says Newstead is the because worst. I would have because their Queenslander lager is the worst beer I've ever had in my life. Yes, but. Like the five or six beers we bought today, some of the best I've ever had. The 1909, the oh, fantastic. Um, the two to the valley, uh, the three, out and about, uh, the three quarter time, their session out. Fantastic. Yeah, they have, dude, they have great yeah. beers. Also, they had this beer that they like, their one off one where they got the hops specifically oh. from Victoria. They had to get them back in 48 hours or less in order to. Oh, Joe's just opening another. Oh, one. just uh, um, and that made that thing, and they then they made it so quickly within forty eight hours. They drove overnight to get the hot oh, time right. so that they could produce them. I know this because I used to host trivia there, so I like yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a great history the, with the place. The, the brewers talk to me about it, but yeah, dude, it's um, um great beers. It's and I would say like beer to beer, the most diversity in taste between Absolutely. their beers. Like, there's not really that much between a 4X Bitter, a 4X Dry, a 4X Summer. And even like Bolter, a, a Bolter Strong Lager, a Bolter XPA, Bolter IPA. It's pretty much so the I'd same. Say, I'd say, like, it's hard for Harry Wilson to... I'm going to push back on you a bit yeah. here. Just like, you, up, just like you push back in a scrum. <laughs> yeah. Just Listen like up, Wilson. I'm just going to burst through a wall of opinions here. Hang on. Hang He's on, made a break. Wilson, <laughs> um, you've taken the comment in. Unpacking Brisbane have fought back. It's a mall now, guys. It's a, it's a mall. mall. Use it. Use it. Wilson, I'm packing Brisbane hands out of there, please. Take it, use it. And then the whistleblower, Captain, Captain, come over here. What we've seen is uh, number 10 from Unpacking Brisbane. Uh, clearly pull the hair back of the player and scream, Newstead is a good beer. I've got no choice but to send the man to the bin. It's like the Newstead Brewing Co. Brewers, like in their huddle before a night. It's like, all right, you know what they say, boys? Harry Wilson's coming in. You can't taste without a tongue. Let's go. <laughs> Cut off his tongue. <laughs> uh, good luck, though. Does Bowen Hills fuck? Um, again, we are not officially sponsored by Newstead Brewing Co. No, just to clarify. But we're It open. does look like a... We're, oh, we're very like open him. to any. I don't like Newstead <laughs> Brewing Co. Unless, unless, we like have some podcasts are like very moral, and it's like, look, we'd never accept um, sponsorships from from gambling companies or things we disagree with. I would take oh, literally anything. If you do anything in the world <laughs> and want to sponsor us, go for if it. If ISIS were to reach out and be <laughs> oh, like, mate. hey, we'd love to give you some arms and money and uh, <laughs> we'll get you about 60 more followers, I'd be like, I'm listening. Mm, I'd be like, 
Well, we're really going to blow up on the socials. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're really going to get ahead on our, oh, uh, our listenership, you know. Yeah, and they're like, ISIS. we, you know, Bin Laden, been listening to your podcast. <laughs> we've, we've Osama been listening to what you're putting out. <laughs> in my mind, Osama just with like a big old 2004 headphones being like, what have you been up to since in the cave? I don't know, man. I've been Osama, been listening. <laughs> Talks about himself in the third person. Oh, but does Bone Hills fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care, dude. That was fun. I want to talk about terrorism a yeah. bit more. Uh, I'm going to say Bone Hills fucks. Um, 100% fucks. Can I tell you why for me? Which I would one? love to hear about it, Henry. That's awesome, Joe, because I'm going to tell you. We spoke about the Twelfth Night Theatre a little bit in our intro, in our Wikipedia wig out. Uh, for me, bit of a bit of a romantic time. Is it? God, really? Let me take you back a little to drama two- nerd. Let me take you back to 2012. Ooh. The Terrace or Hallows musical, always the uh, flagship sexual awakening event of mm. any. Particularly young when Terrace year. hosts it. Yeah, and when Terrace hosts it, it kind of sucks. Well, that's just because they would put it in their like literal like in their theater. On yeah, campus. and it would be literally Xanadu. Yeah, <laughs> Xanadu a different musical. But Henry, so you're a Twelfth Night. You're. Uh, <laughs> I laughed. You didn't laugh at my jokes, so I decided <laughs> and you're to. Like, I'll, uh, I'll do the self five. Ah, so uh, yeah, we did Guys and Dolls there, dude. We did Guys and Dolls at Twelfth Night Theater, uh, and holy macaroni, it was so much fun. Uh, I played the role of Nathan Detroit. Why it's good old reliable Nathan, 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 Nathan Detroit. Were you Don't interrupt for a sip of your whiskey. He'll give. Give you a shot, even when the heat is on, it's never too hot. Not for good old reliable Nathan. Nathan, we Nate, we have Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. Did- we ever tempted to just sing that about yourself when you walked in as being like good old reliable Henry Bretts or whatever. No, I wasn't because I was committed to my craft. You fucking idiot. And moron. committed to the craft of great singing you've done today. Committed to the craft of beer. Craft for those, beer. Am I right? For those I'm loving this. For those listening along at home, home, Henry was just singing the lyrics of Ashgrove's new single "Too Late." <laughs> <laughs> that was your snippet. That was uh, there you go. Thanks, like Ashgrove. That was their new single, um, <laughs> "The Old Established," just, uh, starring Nathan. Detroit. I just realised how funny it would be if we're like, "All right, guys, thank you so much," and we'll close off this episode with Ashgrove's new single. Take it away. Everybody gonna love today. <laughs> um, dear here- Slim, I wrote you. <laughs> and here is Ashgrove's new single, Too Late. Take it away, boys. I'm beginning to feel like a rap guard. Rap guard. <laughs> They're just sitting at home being like, why the fuck did we ever agree to be unpackistanis of the week? I loved the Ashgrove new single. I liked the bit where it was like, the phantom <laughs> of the opera is here. Oh. Yeah, but dude, did musical there. Yeah. Uh, first time I got a big role in the musical because there was a bit of politics, but for there always the, is. Mr. Collins didn't like me and he directed the musical when I was in year seven and nine, so I never got in, but Joe Howard got in, even though Joe Howard is the most talented actor I've oh, ever met. Absurdly and talented. Absolutely deserved to get in there. Actually, genuinely, um, I haven't spoken to Joe for a few months, but JP Howard, I think is his Instagram. Give him a follow. Oh, his, so his funny. New videos he's, are so he's fucking making funny. earnestly funny sketch content like every fucking week. Um, he's so funny. So funny. But yeah, so he was always getting musicals and he was my friend. I was like jealous. Anyway, Miss Morell took over and Mr. Oh, Collins she's was cool. in. She's awesome. So then I got into the musical. Anyway, it was a whole lot of thing. But essentially, one of the dancers became my fucking girlfriend. She it? was a dancer in Guys and Dolls and ah. I was Nathan, Nathan, good old reliable She was a Nathan. tiny dancer and she you was. were like, this is your song. I was like, hold me closer, tiny dancer. Yeah, dude. 
awesome. That's and pretty awesome. So we so to you would fuck. We were the hot couple and you know and yeah. Mate, every musical has a hot couple. And you know, we weren't exactly like all systems go during the musical, but let me tell you, the sexual tension at Pancake Manor circa 1am <laughs> after closing night, oh, we weren't just talking. The started. maple syrup wasn't the only thing Dude, oh, dripping. I, I swear to God, like, I've had a- What? Move on. I've had a lot to drink in my <laughs> life and, 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 and been in, you know, been in states and a half, done numbers on myself. I've never felt as loose in the energy as the Pancake Manor about 2am after the musical. Awesome. You've had a big stack of pancakes. Somehow you've shown off to the girls by eating a lot, which is a super weird mating ritual. But I think there's something in the maple maple syrup there that circa 2am. Felt like I was on fucking ecstasy, mate. <laughs> I was just slinging gear. So, yeah. So, for me, it fucks, dude. It's reminiscent of yeah. one of my first truly well, uh, I mean, high school relationships. Not that... Anyway. Not that you... No, you go. Not that you. We were young. Yeah, I, I'm not I, saying. I know what you're getting. We at. didn't the fuck, but the segment is called. Cool. Yep. You get it. That's fine. Do they get it? They get it. I want to start a Lizzo cover band set in Brisbane called Brizzo. <laughs> Absolutely nothing to do with the episode. I just wrote it. I wrote it down earlier Joe, today. For those who don't, Joe, Joe just looked at me, looked at his notebook, and then just autistically just went. Said that. We need to have a Brisbane Brisbane um, cover band, a, a Lizzo cover band called Brizzo. We need Thank to have you. a. We need to have a Lizzo, and I was like. Yeah, because that's what we were talking about. Yeah, because what we were talking about is your sex life in year 10 and everyone loved that. Um, <laughs> or, or lack thereof, dare I say. Do you think it fucks? Uh, Bone Hills. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so intense. There's so much going on. As much criticism as we give the neon, I think the neon fucks. I love it. Sick. Awesome. Let's wrap this up before we get in more trouble. Great. What do you say we just go to the Osborne Hotel and catch up? Well, that is truly all we have time for today, Henry, because you can't drink any more delicious Newstead beers because you have to drive. Although there's no RBTs on the road, everyone. Mm. Crime is legal. Drink responsibly... As re- drink as responsibly as you feel is necessary. Yeah, and uh, be as responsible as we are in pretending we're sponsored by an organisation on Instagram. Totally kind of like bu- like bully or like neg them into actually sponsoring us. They'll do it. Um, thanks for listening, guys. If you have any ideas about uh, the suburb next week, uh, we'd love to hear it. There's uh, also there's also still a fair few people who I know listen to the show every week who don't follow us on the socials. Um, uh, huge call outs. My sister followed us tonight. Yeah. We, we literally record this show downstairs my house, like net four metres away from where she's standing at any given point. Didn't follow us until today. Hamish didn't follow us until last week. But at least she listens. I, I didn't- You know, I'm pretty sure Alice has just never listened to it. Oh, really? That's my youngest sister. Gee. Just, cool. uh, I mean, and she's like, oh, I don't listen to podcasts. I'm like, like, yeah, but, yeah, but I don't really watch you don't ballet, watch ballet that much yeah, and I fucking come to your concerts, don't yeah, I? It's like, so. man, if my sister like did a pottery class and was like, guys, I'm really good at making clay, it'd be like, cool, I don't watch that, but I'll watch it for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, you know, give us what a follow if, on What socials. if there was like a place that did pottery classes called Gerard Baden Clay? <laughs> Brisbane. We'll see you next week, guys. <laughs> this is Ash Groove with Too Late. Oh, yeah. Unpakistani of the Week. If you want to be the next one, send us a message. And uh, we're going to- We'll leave you with uh, the new single, Too Late, by Brisbane Band and Unpakistanis of the Week, Ash Groove. You were just one of the dark boys. I'm beginning to feel like a rap Oh, 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 oh,
I don't want to be alone 